Grabs the rebound and resets in the corner. A.B. for three. Got it! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the fifth seed BYU Cougars begin play in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas, facing eight seed LMU. The winner moves on to face San Francisco tomorrow night at the Orleans Arena. The Cougars enter play tonight at 21-9 and finish the regular season on a two-game winning streak with victories over LMU as well as Pepperdine. After the home loss to Gonzaga, BYU won four out of its final five regular season games, the lone loss being on the road at St. Mary's in Moraga. Now, while the opponents weren't the upper echelon of the conference, the Cougars did a nice job of gaining some momentum in the final two wins and entering this conference tournament with some positive vibes. This week also saw the announcement of the postseason conference awards, and to nobody's surprise, Alex Barcelo was named to the WCC first team. The only other Cougar to receive postseason honors was Foose, who was named to the WCC freshman team. Well-deserved, certainly, for both players. And that brings us to tonight's matchup with the Lions. LMU beat Pacific last night 86 to 66 behind a career-high 31 points from Joe Quintana. The Cougars beat the Lions in both matchups this season and are 2-0 against LMU in neutral site matchups. Now remember, the game in L.A. against LMU was the one where BYU actually trailed in the second half by 17 points before ultimately coming right back and winning that game in overtime. Besides Quintana, they also have Eli Scott, and he is a problem. He's also the only Lion to earn all WCC honors after being named to the second team. In terms of the NCAA tournament, it would certainly behoove the Cougars to, at minimum, make it to Monday's game against Gonzaga. It's a pretty important conference tournament for BYU, and it begins tonight against LMU. You can't worry about the possible quad one game against San Francisco tomorrow until you take care of business tonight and beat the Lions. One player that will certainly uh, play a role in BYU's success tonight is Caleb Lohner, and he just happens to be our pregame player interview. Caleb seemed to gain some momentum as the regular season came to a close, including a pretty special highlight which is where our conversation begins. Are you a person that goes and watches your own highlights after the fact? And the reason I'm asking is because of the alley-oop and everybody's talking about it, everybody loved it. How many times have you watched it since it happened? <laughs> I don't think I like usually go back and watch highlights, but just because of this highlight, I just happened to see it all over my phone on accident. <laughs> um, but it was a super fun play. I mean... No one gives credit, but that pass I don't think could have been any more perfect. It was right over a defender, right over a Tiki's head, and it was just a fun play in the packed Marriott Center. Like It felt great. What's the adrenaline like when you know the pass is coming and you know what's about to happen? Take me through what that's like. Someone in my, of my stature is never going to know the feeling of that. Um, 
I don't know if there's like an, a special feeling, but you definitely get a little bit of excitement, right? When you see it, you're like, oh, he's going to throw it. Like, it's my job to go and finish it. But it was, it was a fun play. Like, it was just fun to get the Marriott Center rock, and especially in a game like that, our last regular season game at home. It was senior night, so I enjoyed it. Where are you guys at heading into this tournament right now? Are you guys coming off now some wins, building up some confidence? Where's the team at heading into Vegas? I think we're just slowly, slowly building our edge. And I think our intensity on both ends of the floor is going to be huge for us. So winning these last few games and playing it tight with St. Mary's, I think was really helpful for us just to kind of get back on track and have a little bit of confidence going into this tournament because it's so important for us in so many different ways. But we're just going to take it game by game and day by day in practice and prepare for the, what we need to prepare for and go and execute. Any specific areas that you feel you made the most progress uh, over the last couple of games heading into the tournament? I think defensively we made some good strides, and I think on the offensive side of the ball, just continuing to make plays for teammates, making the extra pass, limiting our turnovers. I thought we did a really good job of that the last few games. So, You guys have obviously played in tournaments before where you're playing multiple games in multiple days. Is there any way to prepare for that, or you just you take it the first game and then you worry about the next game when you get there? Is that how it works? Yeah, I think if you think too far ahead, it can kind of mess with you. But I do think the most important thing is to go into mentality to win and just focus on winning every single day every single game and just moving on and keep moving on so full disclosures to those listening to this broadcast we're doing this interview prior to actually knowing who you're going to face so in those situations how are you guys handling practice how are you guys handling the preparation because we always hear you know we're going to worry about us does that become even more important in a situation like this i think it does because you just kind of got to nail the tangible things that we can do and the certain ball screen defenses and different offenses we run but I think dialing in how we play as a team and how we're going to guard no matter who it is and no matter what the other teams throw at us is really big especially for a situation like this where we we don't know who we're going to play yet so we've just been drilling kind of the same things we've been doing all year communicating with each other on a high level and um, just kind of moving that intensity meter higher and higher when you think of the Orleans and that experience and that atmosphere, what's that place like to play? Because it's, it's obviously not a huge place, but I think that that probably adds to the ambiance when that place is packed and rocking. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's always fun to have fans home or away. But for us, I think, again, we just got to take it game by game and we, we got to block that noise out and really just focus on each other and this team and just try to win. So you mentioned blocking the noise out. That may answer this question, but, you know, fans and media can talk about, okay, well, BYU needs to do this, to this, to feel comfortable going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Are you guys worrying about that at all? Are you even thinking about it or talking about it? I think in the back of everyone's heads, yes, we are worried about it, but we understand nothing's going to change unless we just go win. So I think for us, it's like, hey, we got to go out and win one game, then we got to go win another game and just handle it as slowly as we can Again, just continuing to increase that intensity meter up game by game and slowly progressing as the season comes to an end. How much does it help to, to simplify it like that? Like it really is play the one game and see what happens and then it's the next game. I think it does just because, I mean, even us as college basketball players and the amount of time we put into the game and how much we love what we do, uh, sometimes it can be kind of an overload if you think too far in the future or what's going to happen if this or that or all the what ifs. So for us to keep us mentally clear and again, just to kind of fight for each other, we just got to take it game by game. So Caleb, appreciate the time as always. Good luck in Vegas. Yep. No problem. Go Cougs.
Great stuff from Caleb Lohner. Always appreciate his time. It was fun to get a chance to talk with him, even though you heard during the interview, we we actually recorded that interview before we knew who BYU was going to play. That's just kind of how it works with travel, and you try and get stuff done before the guys head out to Vegas. But uh, but he mentioned one thing that really stood out to me, and probably did to you too if you were listening to it. When I, when I asked him in terms of how the team is handling things going into this week, he says that they're building their edge. And I love to hear that because I think that's what BYU is going to have to do and how they're going to have to play heading into this tournament. Because, like I said, I I, I think for sure at minimum you're going to have to get to Monday to feel really, and I don't even know if you're going to feel really good, but to put yourself in a place where you're going to make the NCAA Tournament Committee have to seriously consider you. Now, in my opinion, I think what BYU has done, right, right now I think there's way too much being put there's more weight being given to BYU's losses, and, and you can't sugarcoat it. BYU lost games they should not have lost. But BYU also had wins that were really, really good quad one and quad two wins. And just because you have some bad losses doesn't take away the wins that are on the roster. So I loved hearing Caleb talk about building that edge and going in with the mindset that we have to be the aggressor. We've got to be the ones that go in and take these games. And I think that's a perfect way to handle, you know, this upcoming opportunity. And that's what it is for BYU is an opportunity. It starts tonight against LMU. If you come out and you do what you should do, you should be moving on to take on San Francisco tomorrow. Then that's a real opportunity to get another victory on your resume that the NCAA Tournament Committee cannot ignore. Then you move on to play Gonzaga. You're going to get a boost just for playing Gonzaga. And look, you know we, we know how good Gonzaga is, but you get to Monday and you just see what happens. At that point, you got 23 wins and, and you see what happens. But I loved hearing that from Caleb. Also, uh, this coming in, uh, Jeff Call from the Deseret News, um, LMU's Leo Pepe, and if you're not sure, 100% sure who that is. He's the guy with the mullet. It's a magnificent mullet if you have not seen it, but I'm probably assuming you know who I'm talking about when I say that. Uh, he scored 26 against the Cougars back on the 10th of February in Los Angeles. He did not play the last time these two teams met to, to wrap up towards the regular season. He also did not play last night in the victory over Pacific. Uh, Jeff Call saying that he's actually out there warming up. Whether or not that means he actually plays or not, uh, not sure, but it certainly looks more likely that he will play than not if he's out warming up right now, we will certainly see. Uh, it's a guy that can be a problem, uh, and he's really active, and it's a guy you got to pay attention to. So uh, something to see uh, if that is, uh, is true or not when we actually get to game time if Leo Pepe is in the lineup for LMU. Somebody who is there, and I can guarantee you, is going to be part of the game, that is going to be Mark Durant. He will be on the call with Greg Rubel, and we will talk with Mark Durant next. Coming up on the other side, down to Vegas to the Orleans Arena site of tonight's game, our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. There's nothing like fine craftsmanship. That's why I use my style checking from Mountain America Credit Union. It has all the time-tested benefits you'd expect from checking, as well as some cool modern features like easy-to-earn rewards, mobile alerts, and loan rate discounts. That's what I call a well-built account. Put the finishing touches on your finances. Open your MyStyle account today at any Mountain America branch or at macu.com. Insured by NCUA. On approved credit, membership required based on eligibility.
Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Second round action of the West Coast Conference Tournament tonight. BYU, the five seed, taking on the eight seed, LMU. The site is Vegas. The arena is the Orleans Arena. And that's where we will go and speak with Mark Durant as Cougar Pregame Live continues. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Mark, it has been way too long since you and I have talked I, to the point I almost don't even remember what you look like. Uh, I find it's better when people forget what I look like. Uh, I think it helps in the relationship a little bit. But, hey, you know what? This is what I want. I want Jason Shepard or Greg Rubel to get me a, one of those styling baseball jerseys, man. Baseball has the best uniforms <laughs> ever. They look so good. It seems like I should be. I should have one. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I will. I will see what I can do. I'm sure Greg will see what Listen, he can do between the two Littlewood of us. Littlewood is my man. He okay. can take care of me. Okay, if Coach Littlewood is listening, well, uh, sure he's going to hook you up. <laughs> So, yeah, but hey, listen, listen, it's good to be here. I remember last year, no fans. Yeah. I was sitting up in the boondocks. They would not even let me walk down the stairs, uh, and it was crazy. And so it's just great to be back in this tournament. I like this tournament. I like this venue, and uh, I'm, I'm just excited to be back playing, playing basketball. I'm excited to have a tournament that, you know, really matters for BYU yeah. talking about this in that in the prior segment you know this this tournament is can make all the difference for BYU not that they have to win it necessarily but they're gonna have to win a couple and uh and this, so this this is really something they got they got something to shoot for they should hopefully will play with a lot of intensity and drive to to accomplish that goal and we'll, we'll see that is a perfect segue into my first question D- did you see enough from BYU to end the regular season to feel confident in what lies ahead here in Vegas? Yeah, I mean, they were home games against uh, two of the bottom teams in the conference, but, I mean, it's not like they've had a cakewalk against any team in the conference. So the fact that they took care of business, the, the scores were right around 60 again for their opponents, which they were doing every game early in the season and had not been doing recently. Uh, and then they were, con- but they were continuing to score the basketball. I mean, that's the formula: play really good defense, rebound the heck out of the ball, and uh, and uh, you know keep keep scoring like you had been. Keep those c- the confidence high for guys like Gideon and Tijan and Fusini, uh, all playing really good basketball right now. And, and so that's kind of what you wanted to see coming into the tournament. The question now will be. Can they keep that up, and can they play that way? Not so much tonight. Obviously, you have to get past tonight, but uh, against the really good teams like it would be San Francisco and Gonzaga. I mean, sometimes it's easy to look good against teams that aren't all that good, but how, how do you look against the real quality teams? That, that'll be the test for BYU. What do you think BYU needs to accomplish in Vegas to put itself in a position to play in the NCAA tournament? Because, I mean, I had mentioned... You know, I think at minimum you got to win too. You got to at least get to Monday. What, what, what do you think the Cougars need to accomplish while they're in Vegas? Well, listen, I mean, they, they, they don't. I mean, you just can't discount what they had done early in the season. Agreed. This team was 17 and four. Beat San Diego State. You know, beat Oregon. Beat down the road at Missouri State. I mean, they're, they're, I'm, I'm missing some, but they've had some really, really good wins and didn't have really any many bad losses. UBU maybe was, was a bad one, but 
Let's not forget have, beating beating St. Mary's as well. Oh yeah, and, and San Francisco on the yeah. road. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, they put in a lot of good stuff, which got them in. They were well in. And people, I think, nationally were thinking, well, okay, BYU's in. They're good this year. And and so it's hard to kind of get that initial and first impression that people had about BYU out of their minds. BYU did a lot to try and do that. But now they've kind of righted the ship a little bit. They've won, what, four of their last five. Mm -hmm and uh, played well at St. Mary's, who then just beat Gonzaga. So that was, you know, that was a terrible loss. And so I guess uh, the the long, the short answer to that is that BYU, I think if they win tonight and tomorrow, that they will be in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, a respectful showing against Gonzaga would be nice. I think they're in. It's not a lock, obviously. A lot of people might disagree. But I think think, uh, that because of what they did earlier, that they can be in the tournament now. Again, a lot depends on, you know, our team stealing bids because there's, you know, BYU's walking a fine line. I, I think if you if we were to beat San Francisco Saturday night and said who's in the tournament, I'd say BYU is in definitely. Then I mean, a lot of things can happen in the next week after that. But but I think uh, that, that's kind of what you have to do is just put yourself in the best possible spot. Hope there's not a lot of stolen bids, and then I think BYU's got a great chance of being in the tournament. I would bet on it. I'm well, in Vegas. I'd bet on. <laughs> nice, nice tie in there. Look, here's the, and this is not just a BYU thing. This is anybody outside of Gonzaga that that we've talked about this for years. The good thing about the WCC tournament being this week is you have a lot of the eyes on you and this tournament solely. The bad part about it is you have everybody else that plays the following week, and sometimes you can be forgotten. And I yeah. think that's one of the things that concerns me the most. Yeah, there's kind of a recency bias, and a lot of those are big-time tournaments that a lot of people are paying attention to, big names, and so you can get lost in the shuffle. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the deal. That's part of the deal. And, and you know, you're, you're always going to have, uh, you know, people can argue about this all they want, but I've seen it too, too much to know that, you know, BYU's – no one's looking to do BYU any favors. Let's just say that. They're, they're not going to say, well, let's let's cut them a break here. They're, they're going to looking for ways to, to maybe stick it to BYU sometimes. And, uh, you know, uh, again, people may differ, but I just uh, I've just kind of built up this resentment in me over the years seeing seeing it happen over and over again. So what you got to do is just try and take away as many of those uh, knives that they can stick in your back away from them. So maybe you can survive and, and get in the tournament and. You know, we'll see. I think also, you know, if you can beat San Francisco, who you're kind of fighting with, I think maybe for one of those bids. Yep. You've played them two and one. And I think you kind of match up resumes. I think BYU's got a better resume than San Francisco. So I think obviously St. Mary's Gonzaga are in. And I think the conference will get it, get one more. And so you're kind of that, – that's part of that why that game's so big is it's those two teams that are looking for that bid are playing each other. Yep. And I think the winner gets it. That's I mean, that's my view. And so we'll see. Uh, that's a big, big game. Obviously, you got to get there. Um, uh, but that, that's going to be a huge game if BYU can get there. Well, and if they're going to get there, that means they're going to beat LMU. It's a team that they've beaten twice. What do you make of this matchup tonight? And, you know, we don't know if Leo Pepe is going to play or not. I know he's, he's warming up. He's – He's dressed and warming up, so I mean that that would certainly lead someone to believe the chances of him playing are greater than what we thought going into this game. Uh, what do you make of this matchup, and, and where's BYU going to have to 
uh, play its best in order to advance to tomorrow. Yeah, Leo Pepe is going to play, uh, I think, in my mind, watching him warm up. He doesn't seem to be hampered in his movement at all. And uh, he didn't play last night, but he, yep. th th we were talking to our media guy. He was almost shocked that he was dressed. But just watching him, he'll, he's going to play. So that really changes things. I mean, I didn't give LMU much of a chance at all without him. With him, there's a legitimate chance. I mean, he was the star at LMU, had a great game. 26. Tore BYU up a little bit, 26 points. And you look at the, just the inside play in the two games. At LMU, 46-32 in the paint for LMU. 14-5 second chance points for LMU. So they dominated the paint. About a week later at the Marriott Center, it was BYU 52-12 in the paint without Leo Pepe in there. 14-0 second chance points for BYU. So he, he's a huge difference, just a big, solid rock of a guy. And I think... BYU has, does a good job stopping Eli Scott. They, they've kind of found a way over the years to, to neutralize him somewhat. They're going to have to really deal with Quintana, who has was terrific last night, 31 points, 8 for 10 from 3. But I think they can kind of deal with those two guys. But when you add that third guy in there, Leo Pepe, that's a tough matchup for BYU and could really make a difference in this game. So what, what came as a game I thought BYU would roll is now I think going to be a really competitive game because of what – Kelly Leo Pepe brings to the table. Mark, I uh, appreciate the time as always. And just talking to you, it's it's refreshing my memory on uh, on what you look like. I believe you and Fabio are, are, are twins. So that's the, I'm right. That's what you look like, right? Well, I, I'm more of a, a bald George Clooney. I get that a lot. <laughs> okay. People come okay. up to me, why would you shave your head? Is this for a role, George? And I'm, no, no, I'm smart. Mark Durant. <laughs> Oh, man, I have missed talking to you. <laughs> Great stuff as always, and uh, look forward to the call uh, with you and Greg coming up. Thanks, man. All right, my brother. See you. There it is, the great Mark Durant. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires is the team you trust. Back to wrap up Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the West Coast Conference Tournament. And tonight's second-round matchup between the BYU Cougars and the Lions of Loyola Marymount. It's these teams' third meeting in the last three weeks. BYU won the first two. The first in an impressive comeback in Los Angeles and the second in a Marriott Center blowout. I'm your play-by-play -play man, Greg Rubel. With me is the former BYU hoopster, Mark Durant. And Mark, in each of Mark Pope's first two seasons, his team headed to Las Vegas as an NCAA tournament lock. Not the case this season. BYU needs at least two wins to be in the mix. A win versus LMU tonight would give the Cougars an invaluable Q1 opportunity tomorrow night. But standing in the way is this Lions squad that has won back-to-back -back games after losing 10 straight. LMU is a Jekyll and Hyde for me. I don't know how to feel about the Lions, man. They... I have flashbacks of being down 17 at Loyola and having to just save the season, really, to come back to win that game in overtime. And then 
I go to just last week, and BYU absolutely dominated in the paint and, and, and won running away. I just don't know how to feel now. Obviously, they didn't have Leo Pepe in that second game. He had 26 in the first, so maybe that's the factor and the scary thing for you if you're BYU. It looks like he'll play. He's suited up. He went through warm-ups. He's a big, strong guy, and that'll add a whole new element to what BYU is going to have to do tonight to get to tomorrow night. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope get his pregame preview of tonight's game against resurgent LMU as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Second round games on tap today. BYU-LMU to be followed by Portland-San Diego on the other side of the bracket. BYU playing for the right to advance to a quarterfinal against San Francisco tomorrow night. BYU-LMU meeting for the third time in the last six games. And in tonight's pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. Coach Pope talks about the familiarity factor as the Cougars and Lions square off in a win-or-go-home game. In terms of weeks against a, a great team, it's, it's, it's interesting. This team is, it seems like they've just finally rounded into the team that everybody thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season, and they're shooting the ball better than anybody in the in the conference right now uh, the last few games. And, and uh, with Eli Scott in the middle, they're always such an incredibly dangerous group. You've scouted in the past for them to be with Leo Pepe, and you're probably scouting for them to be without him right now. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Leo Pepe. Uh, you know, I know he's got an injury that he's nursing. You know, I, I don't know if it's a day-to-day scenario. They've been pretty tight-lipped, so so we're not sure. So we're trying to just, uh, you know, be prepared for either situation. It makes them bigger with them just because they can move uh, their – I can't pronounce his name. Merkvaladze? Yes, thank you. That, that's super impressive. <laughs> Merkvaladze, they can move him to the three, and it, it makes them significantly bigger. Also uh, changes the dynamic of the team, makes them a little bit slower they have a little bit earn a little bit less space on the court uh, so it changes the dynamic a little bit but both ways they're potent team as we saw last night you know in a blowout over pacific what would you take from your last game with lmu where you really kind of took care of business well um I don't know if we take a lot. I, I do think we're managing, uh, you know, our offensive attack a little bit better, trying to earn a little bit more space on the floor, uh, trying to attack the quick show. We probably have done that in the last two weeks as, as well as we've done that um, ever mm-hmm. since I've been here. Uh, Alex's decision-making has been great. Our fours and fives decision-making has been elite level. Um, the guys have kind of got the ball where we need to. And then it's the next action after that that's going to be really important for us. Um so, uh, you know, we, we know that we have to be a make plays for each other team on offense, and, and this is a team that caters to that. They're going to really attack at, at the point of the ball, and then you have opportunities to make plays for your teammates on the backside of it. And we just got to really, really stay focused and locked in on that and fighting hard to make plays for each other. And then with this team, the way they're playing offensively right now, I mean, they just dropped 90 in, a, in their first game in, the, in this building, which is hard to do. Usually you walk in here and shots are hard to come by and whatever. That was not the case for them last night. we got to have a massive edge on the defensive end just to try and stay in this game. Without Leo Pepe, they're playing seven guys. You're playing basically eight guys. It's that time of year. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, it's interesting. Pepperdine and LMU and us are the three teams of the league that seem like we have half our roster left. <laughs> I don't know if any of us would have chosen this way, but it's where we are. And, and everybody's got interesting dynamics uh, at this point in the season, and we're certainly among them. And, and, and the job is to go find a way to win anyway, and that's what we're set, set on doing. Lastly, Coach, you've played the role of the team that has to wait a few days to play your first game. Now you're one of the teams getting early action. How do you think this will play having a different approach to a tournament setting? I don't know. We just got to win tonight. I mean, that's all we care about right now is we just got to find a way to win tonight. And um, and then, you know, if we do, then we earn the chance to play tomorrow. And we're really excited about, you know, the prospect of staying in Vegas as long as we possibly can. Um, and so, so, you know, we're just focused on this. Is It all comes down to just one game. It doesn't matter what leads up to it. It doesn't matter what happened last yesterday or last week or last month or last year. It just matters what happens tonight. And so that's where we're focused. All right, Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by Ford, built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Mark? Well, first of all, it's it's got to be about paint production and uh, getting second-chance points. The team uh, in, in LMU, 14 second-chance points for the Lions. Merritt Center, 14 for BYU. I think whoever wins the second-chance points will be in good shape. The other thing is got to put out the fire that is Quintana right now. 8 for 10 from 3, 31 points last night. Played really well against BYU in the Marriott Center. Here's the key. Do not him, let him go off early to think he's still on fire. you got to make him miss his first two or three shots. If you do that, you cool him off. That's Mark Durant. As we go to break, we remind you that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. When you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar... It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by... The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, and welcome back courtside at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas ahead of BYU and LMU. The Cougars looking for an eighth straight win over the Lions. LMU's loss at BYU eight days ago was its tenth consecutive setback, but since then, back-to-back wins over Pacific. Both of them without big man Kelly Pepe. We'll see if he plays tonight. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. It is interesting that BYU's postseason hopes are put on the line against LMU because it was at LMU three weeks ago that uh, BYU's NCAA tournament hopes were on life support. The Cougars trailed LMU by 17 in the second half on the Lions' home floor. Now, BYU rallied to win that game in overtime, and that was the first game in a season-closing five-game stretch during which BYU won four. And Mark, the Cougars now hit Vegas with a bit of momentum, but LMU, too, is feeling a bit of a second win. Joe Quintana, as we've talked about, is heating up. He had 31 last night. Yes, BYU has won 17 of 18 
against the Lions, but I won't be surprised if this is a really competitive game tonight. I never feel comfortable in a tournament. We've been doing this for a quarter century, Greg. How many times have we seen BYU with a one or a two or a three seed playing that first game, and they're playing one of the bottom dwellers in the conference, and it's just a disaster. I mean, <laughs> you really have to fight and scrap to just get a win. And uh, I think this is what's going to be the case tonight, especially if Leo Pepe could play. I think that's a, uh, a massive game changer for LMU. We'll see how effective he can be if he does play. But uh, this is an LMU team that had lost 10, but now they've won two in a row, and they played last night, played really well, shot the heck out of the basketball. So they're a confident team coming in, and they got nothing to lose, man. They're loose. They got it. BYU's, their, their whole tournament life is dependent on this game. LMU, they can just go out and have some fun to play. All right, we hope you have fun with us tonight here in Las Vegas. As we go to break, we'll tell you that mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food is minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grilled chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp, Coconut Island Grill has the island flavor flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount off your next visit. The word ALOHA to 61090. Coming up next, the LMU perspective as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. The BYU Store Cooper Tip-Off Show continues as we get you set for BYU and LMU. BYU 21-9 on the season, LMU 11-17, but winners of back-to-back games following a 10-game losing skid. No Kelly Leo Pepe for LMU lately. Did warm up tonight. The Lions still have Eli Scott and Joe Quintana is getting going. 31 points last night, including an 8-for-10 performance from the three-point line. A short time ago, I chatted with LMU radio broadcaster Jesse Cass to get the Lions perspective on tonight's WCC tourney matchup with BYU. Well, I think for LMU, one thing that's clicked is definitely the ball movement and the outside shooting that's resulted from that. Obviously, you look at Joe Quintana in the last game with eight three-pointers, but they've had 12 three-pointers in each of the last two ball games. So I think that ball movement that they've been able to find, even without Kelly, as you mentioned, it has helped them get the offense going. As we watch warm-ups, we see Kelly actually out there with a knee brace on, uh, maybe closer to playing than many expected. Yeah, Kelly obviously coming into the tournament, there was you know some optimism that he'd play. He hasn't really participated in walkthroughs. So I would still not look for him to play tonight. But the fact that he's out there shows that, you know, he's as tough as they come. So if he has any chance that he could go, then then he'll give it a shot. Well, it's had to come from somewhere without him. And you mentioned Joe Quintana, career high 31 last night. Just he's showing the kind of shooter he really is. Absolutely. And obviously a senior on this roster, someone who wants to, you know, keep his career going. Uh, He's someone who is really the Lions' primary three-point shooter. So when he can get going, that opens up so much for the rest of the team. The starting five, who knows? Uh, tonight because really game to game it's been kind of rotating. Yeah, Lamage Lewis got his first start of his career last game. Uh, they switched up the starting lineup at halftime when that didn't seem to work as well with Jalen Anderson back in there. So uh, it's been a mix and match, especially with Kelly going down. So we'll see uh, what Stan Johnson goes with tonight. In my pregame conversation with Coach Pope, he said the LMU we're seeing here late is a little bit more about uh, more like the team than many thought LMU would be when they picked them fourth in the preseason. Yeah, obviously a very disappointing regular season. You know, injuries had a part in that. Missing, you know, Kelly now, but Damian Douglas and Ivana Lipi have two guys that were key contributors. So I think that's part of it. Obviously, some maybe underperformance from some of the transfers, but you see some of those guys starting to step up now, which may be a reason why they look like that team people expected. BYU 
BYU's won the lion's share, no pun intended, of games against LMU in the history of the WCC. Do they look at BYU as a team they got to kind of have to kind of get past? You know, I think for LMU, they're just focused on on themselves. You know, BYU obviously is the team in front of them. I think for LMU, they felt like they let one get away at home. So I think that's more of their focus than, you know, the giant that is BYU itself. But certainly to, to beat a, a team that gets to that next level, those are the teams you have to go through, the Gonzagas, the BYU, the St. Mary's. So uh, that if LMU wants to reach that level, those are the teams they have to beat. Jesse, thanks for the time. Always good to see you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's LMU broadcaster Jesse Cass. The Cougar Tip-Off show continues after this, live from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. We are courtside at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, BYU and LMU straight ahead. Mark, this number stands out to me. 25 LMU threes in the last two games. Now, both against Pacific, but 12 and 13 are their three-point tallies in the last two games. Yeah, and they're hitting them, too. Uh, Quintana, obviously, Burke Belazzi had a nice game against BYU, had 15 in the Merritt Center, so got to get out on those three-point shooters. Tip-off of BYU and LMU coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.